0: Leviticus 17, blood for atonement. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron and to his sons and to all the sons of Israel and say to them, this is what the Lord has commanded saying, any man from the house of Israel who slaughters an ox or a lamb or a goat in the camp or who slaughters it outside the camp and has not brought it to the doorway of the tent of meeting to present it as an offering to the Lord before the tabernacle of the Lord, blood guiltiness is to be reckoned to that man. He has shed blood and that man shall be cut off from among his people. The reason is so that the sons of Israel may bring their sacrifices, which they were sacrificing in the open field, that they may bring them into the Lord at the doorway of the tent of meeting to the priests and sacrifice them as sacrifices of peace offerings to the Lord. The priest shall sprinkle the blood on the altar of the Lord at the doorway of the tent of meeting and offer up the fat in smoke as a soothing aroma to the Lord. They shall no longer sacrifice their sacrifices to the goat demons which, with which they play the harlot. This shall be a permanent statute to them throughout their generations. Then you shall say to them, Any man from the house of Israel or from the aliens who sojourn among them who offers a burnt offering or sacrifice and does not bring it to the doorway of the tent of meeting to offer it to the Lord, that man also shall be cut off from his people. And any man from the house of Israel... Or from the aliens who sojourn among them who eats any blood, I will set my face against that person who eats blood and will cut him off from among his people. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you on the altar to make atonement for your souls. For it is the blood by reason of the life that makes atonement. Therefore I say to to the sons of Israel, No person among you may eat blood, nor may any alien who sojourns among you eat blood. So when any man from the sons of Israel or from the aliens who sojourn among them in hunting catches a beast or a bird which may be eaten, he shall pour out its blood and cover it with earth. For as for the life of all flesh, its blood is identified with its life. Therefore, I said to the sons of Israel, you are not to eat the blood of any flesh, for the life of all flesh is its blood. Whoever eats it shall be cut off. When any person eats an animal which dies or is torn by beasts, whether he is native or an alien, he shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and remain unclean until evening, and then he will become clean. But if he does not wash them or bathe his body, then he shall bear his guilt. In Leviticus 17, God gives a very stern warning about not drinking or eating the blood. And... um I think that's reasonable. I mean, of course, it's reasonable. Um, I don't find any issues with it at all. And I think that it's uh, something that really we shouldn't come with human justification as to why all the sudden now we can change what God originally ordained. But um, even bigger issue there is he's talking about here as well that the sacrifices that are made for other purposes. So the, God calls them to sacrifice and to offer sacrifices for sin offerings and, and peace offerings and for um, you know the grain offering. And he also says that he wants offerings brought to him. Um, and of course, he's going to return that. But in bringing these sacrifices and offerings to the Lord, he says, do not do it for other reasons. Like the people who would do the sacrifices for pagan rituals out in the field, um, that, that's horrible. Well, let's reflect on that just a little bit. Today, we don't need to do the animal sacrifices because Jesus was our once and for all sacrificial lamb. Um, It describes that in the end times, there will be an increase of that, but it doesn't necessarily say that there should be or that there has to be. It says that there just will be. So some of the traditions, people are going to pick up and start doing them. But I think that that's just an unnecessary action because Jesus was our once and for all sacrificial lamb. Our sin offering has been covered with Jesus. The offering that we have now is our life. We offer up our life For that gift, we become the sacrifice that we offer up for that gift, Um, and it's not in exchange; it's a free gift. But receiving that gift, now I'm a servant of God. I'm a servant of the Kingdom of Heaven. But that is taking me from this point. Whenever we bring offerings today, it's not in the form of an animal. It's usually in the form of Usually it's something um, either of a service or uh, money. So when we bring forth our time or our money and we offer it up to something, it should be for God's kingdom. If we're offering up a sacrifice to something else, then we need to be very careful as to what that something else is. We need to really do our research on it. Now, I'm not saying that whenever you go by and you offer someone... Uh, some homeless person, you you give them money. You're not responsible for what they do with the money. When you hand it to those in need, the Bible says that it's received by the hand of God. That is not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying here is when you offer up a sacrifice or you're making donations, you maybe you're very philanthropic and you want to give money to different organizations so that Uh, whether it's the purpose of you getting a tax write-off or whether it's just because you want to bless other organizations, you need to be very careful as to what those organizations are doing with the money. That's different. An individual versus an organization. Because I could walk that individual in and help them to actually buy some food and go and do... I could do that. That is very true. And in fact, when you're talking about gifts and offering the lowest level of gifts and offering is going and handing a homeless person a handout. That's actually an insult. But when you know, and when it's easy for you to go and you for you to go and check out an organization and to know what they're about, they're supposed to show you and tell you what it is that they do with the money. So if I knowingly know, just as an example, um, just a simple example, like abortion. If I know that an organization that I'm going to give my contribution to is using that money for abortions, how can I say that my money's going into the kingdom of heaven? You can't. That's witchcraft and that's harlotry. You need to be careful that your sacrifices are not being done. Even though the actions that are being done may be Uh, within what God's asked. It's, you know that you are giving it to an organization that is doing evil things with it. You are still attached to that. Father, thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for the sacrifice that you made for us. Father, as we bring sacrifices, whether it's out of obedience to you and your direction or whether it's just out of the, just our heart and our desire to give, please give us the discernment and the understanding to know the right place to give that, that it can be used to expand your kingdom, the kingdom of heaven, not the kingdom of the enemy. In Jesus' name, amen.